Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. 101.9 Hi FM, 12 minutes past 5 o'clock, not 5, gee whiz, it's 5 minutes past 12. And that's how the show has started. How are you? How has your Thursday been treating you? I do hope it's been a good one. Um, I'm still smiling, um, having enjoyed a great evening last night. Of course, the DL Link had their gratitude evening. Um, we put the invitation out to you and we said, you know, if you volunteer, if you're a donor, if you're a participant, if you do things um, for the DL link, then we'd like you to come along for this amazing evening. So there were a number of people who got involved, who made it happen. Um, and we're going to be talking to them just now because we had Reva who did the catering and she did that in her mom's name and her mom's memory. We had the guys from the barnyard in Ravonia who came on board and they were fantastic. Um, they were all, they were all absolutely incredible. Um, and we're going to be talking to them in a moment, but we just want to start off the show with because we're starting to get very excited. You know, the 947 cycle challenge is around the corner. I mean, we know how time is flying and we know that when the deal link put their mind to something, it goes from a small idea to this growing tree until it's just this glorious, majestic um, experience for everyone. And uh, they certainly will not be um, disappointing this year. So, Tam... I love having you in the studio. You and your mom with that look in your eye when you're determined. How is it going? How, 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 how are we doing? So, so far the guys are coming on board, but we have a deadline, which is soon. 27th of September. Oh my is goodness. Really? The last day to register to be part of our team. Okay. Yeah. So we've got to get on this. Okay, so what's involved? How, how, how's it working? How do you become a part of the team? What should people be doing? Okay, so first of all, this year, which is amazing, um, it's Discovery Ride Joburg, and they've opened up to a 40 kilometer race. So even people who can't do the whole 94.7 could do the 40Ks. So far, the people who have registered are all doing the 94.7, but I want to put this out there that you could even do 40Ks. Um, and DL Link also has a double loop, which in fact is called DL in the 94.7, the double loop team, where people go twice. Twice? <laughs> yeah, riders go twice. Really? Last year, Alan Miller did it, yeah, and he consisted the whole double loop team. Two years ago, we had a team, and this year, we putting it out there again for That's double incredible. loop. incredible. Wow. How long did it take them? Do you remember a double loop? Well, they do the first one really quickly. They do it to race. And then the second one they do more for fun. They stopped up and had coffee and oh. made a whole fun <laughs> thing out of it. That's amazing. Um, but what we do at DL Link is we also have a hospitality tent where the guys come back and we have a bra for them. And it's just a really cool vibe. Fantastic um, tent. They're pretty hungry after they've ridden nearly a hundred kilometers. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> so so yeah. listen, that's great. So, so people must really, if they're thinking about it, they've, Got to pull the trigger because the 27th, yeah. that's in a week's time. Yeah. That's the cutoff date for, for Team DL Link. Yeah. But I know that we're running a little competition um, on the show today, yeah. which is why we've got you on now. Right. So the way the 94.7 is working this year is that we've asked people to raise a minimum of 3.6 to be part of our team. Um, but they still pay their own entries and then they raise 3.6. And then what we've offered is that if they raise 5.4, um, then they'll get a free entry as well. So what we're offering today mm-hmm. is 
really cool deal. So if they raise three six, um, and they commit it, and if they, um, well, you can announce the competition, but we're going to be giving away free entries, and they have to commit to raising the three six, and obviously register with DL Link. Fantastic, Tam. Thank you so much. Before we stop for the break, um. I loved watching the videos last night. You know, the videos of the Jerusalem Marathon and then the videos of the 947, and it's such a vibe. Yeah. It's like it's not just doing a race. It's not just becoming a part of something. It's joining the family. It's joining the right. club. And right? have a, a more of a meaning than just a fundraiser because when we ride and when we run, we actually do it in honor of someone. Mm, so for someone's recovery or in memory of someone. And our ride actually takes on a whole new meaning because it means something to the cyclist and it means something to the patient and to the entire family who gets inspired and at the same time helps DLing to continue to be able to do our work by mm. raising the funds. And just from experience, friendships are forged. Lifelong friendships are forged. It's incredible. All, yeah. all life shifting. So, Tam, what do people do? They go to the website. How do they register? Yeah, so it's simple. They just go to the 947 Ride Joburg website. They register and there'll be a place to choose Rise for a Cause and then they have to choose DL Link. Okay. Then they'll be added to our team. Perfect. If they Tell have me. already registered and they still want to join DL Link, they can just send us their ID number and I'll add them to the team. Okay. So just Easy email peasy. events at dllink.coza. Okay, events at DL Link. Tam, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thank and I'm you, looking man. forward to you as we get closer to hearing more exciting news and see how and Team DL Link is going. I'm looking forward to a huge team. Last yes. year we had 100 riders oh. and this year hopefully 200. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people so like that, like, it's 10%. This is like a 100% increase. No, no big deal. Okay, that's what you do. That's what you do. Thank you, Tam. Lovely Thank to have you, you on the show again. So for the next hour, you have the opportunity to get your registration free of charge. So if you can make the commitment, if you're going to sign up and you're going to make the commitment to raising 3,600 Rand, which based on the stories we heard last night at the, the dinner is very easy because people support you all the time, then you will get your entrance for free. But it's only going to take place during this show. So for the next hour, you're going to SMS us on 34519, 34519, and all you've just got to put is hashtag life links, hashtag life links, um, and anyone who, who sends that through um, and commits to the 3-6 will get their entrance for free. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Hi, FM, your station of choice since 2008. Welcome back, welcome back. So it's going to be very exciting over the next hour to see who responds. So we've put it out there. We have this fabulous competition happening. I want to read something off this phone, but the phone's locked. Tam, maybe you can just unlock this phone and then mm -hmm. I can read the message. So over the next hour, well now, um, 47 minutes, um, we're going to be, if you can commit to raising 3,600 Rand, then we are going to pay for your entrance to the 947 Joburg race. So it's a simple as that. So I was telling you about this fantastic gratitude evening last night and someone just sent through a message saying, hi, I have been participating in cycle events since 1985. I mean, that's incredible. And have completed at least 10,000 
Oh, no, it's not 10,947 cycle challenges. 10 947 cycle challenges. I attended your function last night at the barnyard and was very impressed. I've joined another charity group this year and would like to ride for a friend who is struggling with cancer. I'm prepared to raise... 3,600 Rand for DL Link as well. You can use my fundraising to enable someone to ride for you. I'm a member of the Hebrew Order of David International, a good supporter, and have donated privately as well. We're not going to mention who it is, but thank you so much for that. We really, really appreciate it, and we hope that you are going to be inspiring others to do the same. So just fantastic. Everyone coming on board, we love it, we love it, we love it. Um, so really the registration closes uh, the 27th of September to register for Team DL Link. So make sure you make up your mind quickly, quickly, quickly. And SMS 34519. If you can um, commit to um, raising 3,600 Rand, you'll get the entrance for free. All you have to do is SMS 34519 and just put down hashtag life links. As simple as that. So last night we got dressed. We put on a bit of makeup, high heels, because we don't do high heels all the time. And we went off to the gorgeous barnyard in Ravonia. Now, I'd been to the barnyard just a few weeks before for the Three Seas dinner. Um, and it just looked magnificent. And the the, the decor was outstanding. Someone from Liberty came on board. The food was magnificent. That was Reva as well. It was just an outstanding evening. But I must mention just dealing with um, the staff at the barnyard was an absolute pleasure. So we decided to invite um, everyone who got involved last night and at the Three Seas Dinner, but last night really everyone bending over backwards so that we could offer this gratitude evening um, to you, to our donors and our participants and our volunteers. So Reva Flax is in the studio. Hello, Reva. How are you? All good and you. Welcome, welcome. Gosh, I loved your talk last night, your speech. (laughs) You are hysterical. Do you know that you should be a writer? Has anyone ever said that to you before? You know what? It was actually the first time I'd actually stood up and said a speech. I don't believe that. I I felt it was just, it was just so appropriate. I mean, my mother was always the kind of person who was so grateful for any, everything. Well, that came across. You know, you were so relaxed. You told stories. You brought everyone in and, you know, just explaining why it was that you had decided to donate the meal last night. And then you told us about your wonderful mother and then your experience of running the Jerusalem Marathon. I felt like I was there with you. That was a great so gift. Lovely. That, oh, it was lovely. That's the greatest gift you can give yourself. Uh, There's do, nothing the, to go to the, the Jerusalem, Jerusalem Marathon and just to be part of the Dialing family. Well, that's incredible. So, so you decided last night to donate the food. Um, and as, um, Michelle said, she started off saying to you, just have a little something, but you know, it's just you, not me. It's just not you. No. And so the food was absolutely delicious and people thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you. They really Thank did. You. And also there was a surprise auction. Tell us a little bit about that because there was a lot of meaning in that surprise auction. Yeah. My, my niece, Shishi, uh, Ashira, we call her Shishi is celebrating a bat mitzvah next week and she didn't even know uh, about the auction of the um, art. I mean, she's just the most phenomenal artist. And I thought, you know what, just let's do something different, you know, and let's auction it off. But the person knowing that if he wants to see his purchase, 
You will have to go to the referral shlemo. Because that's where it will be kept. Yeah. And we managed to raise 12,000 rand. Amazing. Yeah. And very important because this painting was of a zebra. Yes. And it was after that that um, Tammy and Michelle told us that Devorah Leia's favorite animal was a zebra. Yes. The meaning behind that. And Isn't I mean, we could have cho- She gave me a whole thing to choose from, my sister. And I mean, it could have been a flower. There was, there was just so many. And you, you know, chose the and, zebra. And we chose the zebra. Mm. It was just so meaningful. Just amazing. Amazing, yeah. Reva. Well, stay, stay where you are because I want to introduce the two gentlemen that made uh, having the function last night at the Barnyard Ravonia an absolute pleasure. I met uh, Philemon Nyamande f- for the first time last night. And I said, Philemon, I believe you're coming onto the show tomorrow. And he looked mm-hmm. at me. And he smiles because he's a lovely gentleman, but he was a little bit anxious about coming on. And here you are. You are facing your fear, Philemon. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. As I said to you, it's just me. The rest is just an illusion. Great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming all the way. Lovely, lovely. And uh, we have uh, AC Ardendorf, who's the theatre manager. JC, not AC. JC, hello, hello. That was an interesting name, hey? Don't worry, it's not, it's not the first time. You thought to yourself, what does JC stand for? Johan Christoffel. Johan Christoffel. We'll stick to JC if that's okay. Just my memory, you know. (laughs) Guys, thanks for coming on to the show. We're going to take a quick break and then I want to hear more about the barnyard and why it is that you teamed up with, with the DL link. So stay with us. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Thank you so much for staying with us. This is the DL Link Show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination here on 101.9 High FM. We were talking about a fabulous evening we had last night, the Gratitude Evening, and talking about the 947 Joburg Race, which is taking place in November, just around the corner. Last night we watched amazing videos um, of all these events that the DL Link put together, taking a team over to Jerusalem, the Jerusalem Marathon, um, then of course the 947 race and and so many more um, events that they have so just I just wanted to announce again that you really don't have much time if you were thinking of joining the team you've really got a week to go so um, start thinking about whether you want to join the team and we do have this competition taking place during the next hour that if you can commit to raising 3,600 rand um, joining team DL link we will pay for your registration Um, um, so if you want uh, to get involved in the competition, then quickly SMS us. We've got just really 14 minutes to go, um, and it's 34519, and just put hashtag LifeLinks. Your name, hashtag LifeLinks, um, and you'll be joining Team Deal Link, and we will be registering for you, paying for that. So um, just before the break, I introduced the guys from the Barnyard Theatre, um, Philemon Yamande, who's the booking consultant, and JC Ardendorf, who's the theatre manager, um, guys. As I said, so so so, JC, you are. I mean, when I think of the barnyard, you yeah. just put on a lot of performances. It's people come. It's a meal. They're watching. They're yeah. singing. It's fabulous. I love the barnyard. Yeah, it's an awesome concept. It's a nice, you know, way of just disconnecting from the world for a couple of hours. Which is good. Yeah. We all like to do that <laughs> for a while. Absolutely, um, and yeah, we we produce our own shows. So the shows that are on are fully and solely produced by us. Um, all the artists and cast members are part of, you know, the Barnyard 
Um, and it's, it's awesome. It's an awesome concept. What do you mean they're part of the barnyard? So we hire them in. They are. The, we don't go and buy a show from someone else or anything like that. So it's you go, you produced. okay, you audition, you get them mm. on, you right, you do it, the whole thing, yeah. fabulous. And so the whole idea is that people come in a relaxed atmosphere. Yeah. They can bring their own food or they order food. Yeah, they're welcome to bring their own food, but uh, we've got an awesome menu. Currently, you know, just newly revamped as well. Um, and yeah, they're welcome to bring their own food. Just. Don't bring your own drinks. <laughs> okay, so so the, buy the the drinks yeah, at please, the barnyard, preferably. please, preferably, <laughs> and uh, they just come in and enjoy a fantastic evening. Sometimes yeah. it's an afternoon. Yes. What What are you currently? Is there something on currently? Yes. So currently we've got a show called Live in Vegas, mm-hmm. um, and that's running until the nineteenth of October. Yep. This year. And tell us a little bit more about it. So it's just basically based around all the artists that um, have had long-standing runs in Vegas. Oh, so, right. And it spans over a couple of decades. So from Elvis to Sher, um, all the big artists, they're all there. And we Fabulous. go and do their, their songs. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Yeah. So why would you get involved with the, the DL Link? How did, how did that marriage happen? You know what? Um, they contacted us. Actually, Phil could elaborate more on on on, on how it all happened, but um, they contacted us and said, "You know what? We want to we want to support this cause, and is there any way that we could assist?" And then, yeah, we. The barnyard said, "Yeah, well, of course, we'd like to." <laughs> Fantastic. So, Philemon, hello, hello, and again, hello. Hello, hello. So, you know, Michelle's been raving about you and saying what a wonderful human being you are. So, tell us a little bit about the relationship that you've built over these last few months with the DR Link. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, first time I met Tammy and Michelle. Uh, these are quite amazing, outstanding women. They are. Yes, definitely. Uh, so basically when we met with Tammy and they were looking for a venue, and since we do have the best venue in town, mm. I would say, so we, <laughs> 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 so basically we are based in Rivonia, Conavet Copen and Rivonia Rose, that way we are situated. So with the number of people that they were anticipating, so we were the best venue, so that's when they managed to book with us. How many people can you seat at the at the barnyard? Uh, seated, it's 566. 566. At tables, yeah. round tables, of course. Yeah, no. tables and terraces. Okay. Yes, so and standing, seated, uh, we can, standing, we can take up to 800 people. So it's quite a big venue. Okay. Yes. And working with the DL Link, I mean, you had the three C's a few weeks ago. So that was a lot more formal um, and we had people coming in and decorating it and I mean it really really looked beautiful and then last night was a lot more casual Definitely, I think if you were there for the first uh, 3CD link so the deco was so outstanding. It was great. Yeah, definitely uh-huh. and yeah, I think uh, if I have to to say it, Michelle and Tammy, the entire uh, group, uh, Terry as well so these ladies, they make uh, amazing work uh, definitely, it's a, it's a, it's a it's an outstanding organization. I mean, if I was speaking with Musa, the one who was performing at the Banya Theater, and if you look those stories, uh, and the work that Michelle Dealing they are putting out there, they took people to the massages, pedicures, and so forth. So you find out it's quite an outstanding work they're doing. Mm, so yeah. this was the first time you'd heard. It's quite, it's very unique what they offer. And you know, last night being the gratitude dinner, people who were there are people who volunteer. 
and people who donate and people who take part. And, I mean, it's so well supported. It's incredible. Yeah, it's amazing to see just how many people come together. And yeah, really, And the organizations yes. assist in getting this thing going. Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, if people are looking to hire a venue, do you just offer these performances or do you hire a venue like you did for the DL Link? I try and advocate that you've got to look at the venue as a blank canvas. Okay. So we are standard offering with the Barnyard Show. We can do matinees and obviously evening shows. But it's really, we can tailor it to whatever you want. Because, um, I mean, for example, last night and the three C's, it mm. was a whole performance. I mean, there were Absolutely. videos, there was singing, there was Musa mm. who was dancing. Mm. And you just come together, you've got sound, you've got music. Yeah. And so you turned it into a whole performance, so which is great, really. Yeah, what's nice about it is that the venue um, really comes fully inclusive. Mm. It comes with sound, it comes with lighting, it comes with technicians. Um, you can also use our platform to host your bookings on. So people can book through our website for your specific event. Um, so it's, it's really the possibilities are endless. And you've just got to, you know, like I said, view it in a blank canvas sort of perspective um, because you can do anything. Like you said, from the three C's dinner a couple of weeks ago where they transformed the venue to look like something completely different mm-hmm. versus last night, which was, which was more, a lot more laid back, a lot more relaxed, normal barnyard setting. Um, and, yeah, everything in between. Fabulous. And, and Philemon, what happens when you've got a show on, like you've got um, live in Vegas? How do you balance that show with having functions as well? Yeah, so as you say that currently we do have a show called Live in Vegas. So we do have shows on Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturdays. All okay, our shows so are in, are right. in the evening at 8 o'clock. So we do host uh, charity fundraisers. So more people, they are aware of the uh, of the shows that will be happening. So the whole purpose, remember, the whole purpose of a fundraiser is to to raise funds. So we, de- we do sell tickets at a reduced price, and then you can sell the tickets at a normal rate. So as we say that, we are venue, and our venue comes with a lightning uh, a projector, screens. So, and, and, and if you look at our venue, as I say that, we are the best venue in town, and if you do look for a venue, you don't have to look somewhere else. You have to think Banyard. We we do have. You got it all. Got Listen, it all you are a good advertiser, may I just say. <laughs> no, just, thanks to JC. You just, you just ticked all the boxes. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for coming onto the show, for coming this side thank of town. You. This is where we are, this side of town. Mm. But also on behalf of the DL Link, thank you so much for so graciously accommodating us both in a more formal environment and then the informal environment and making it possible for us to do what we do, host large amounts of people and entertain them and give them the best and you just being so accommodating we really do appreciate it we just want to say thank you to DL Link and to everyone involved everyone's been so accommodating from our side as well or from their side to us and uh, also just so thankful and grateful and kind of feel like we're just doing our jobs (laughs) I've been very grateful thank you very much guys and we hope to host you soon Awesome venue, really. Absolutely awesome. Thank you so much. Um, so that was Philemon Yamande, who's the booking consultant or stroke salesman extraordinaire. <laughs> and uh, um, JC Arndorf, who is the theater manager. We're going to take a break and uh, we'll be back. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. 
Thank you for staying with us. This is the DL Link Show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. Um, and we were just talking about last night's amazing gratitude evening. Um, everyone coming on board and really helping out and ensuring that we get to say thank you to all the people who help the DL Link do what they do. So we're currently running a competition during the show today. Um, that is if you're wanting to get involved in the 947 Joburg cycle race, um, registration to join the team closes next week, 27 September, and for today only during the show, um, if you would like to be part of Team Deal Link, and if you can guarantee that you are going to raise 3,600 rand, we are going to pay for your registration. Isn't that great? So if you want to take us up on the offer, then SMS us very, very quickly on 34519, hashtag Life Links, and put your name, 34519, hashtag Life Links. So last night, delicious food, thanks to Riva, and Rosh Hashanah is just around the corner where we have first night and second night and first lunch and second, and it's lots and lots of eating. Um, and so I'm delighted to start talking about eating because I start preparing myself well in advance, but it's actually not preparing for a meal at all. It's starting to talk about eating mindfully, being very conscious of, of what we're eating. And um, this book arrived literally just before I came to do the show, which I was rather excited about because I'm interviewing the author right now and it's called Eat Ting, Lose Weight, Gain Health and Find Yourself, which I love. So I've got Mpo Chukudu um, on the line um, to talk about it. Um, Mpo um, co-wrote this book with uh, Anna Trapido um, and uh, yeah, we're just going to be telling you more about eating delicious African food and being healthy and finding yourself at the same time. Paul, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, hello. Thank you so much, Nikki. Thank you for having me. Well, this is just, as I said, I'm so delighted that this book arrived literally half an hour before I, I came to the show. It is such a colorful, beautiful book. I love all of the recipes at the back, and I love all of the questions um, and the information in the front. What was the whole idea behind this, Paul? Because I know that you're a registered dietitian, um, that you yourself have suffered um, from um, certain physical ailments, and you have been driven to write this type of book. Tell us a little bit more about it. As you say, Nikki, I'm a dietitian and trained in South Africa um, many years ago. But what I realized is that we, South African training does not include heritage foods. Mm-hmm. It is still Eurocentric, focusing on brown rice and also broccoli and everything that is Western. But the sad part is that when we have to do community service, you go into a village where um, predominantly your clients will be African. And when you start talking about the Western food, they don't understand what you're talking about. And some of them will try the foods, but they won't last with the diet. And you always would think that they don't listen. Why can't they stick to a diet? It's very easy. You can see that you have high blood pressure or your blood sugar level is is, is low. It's high and you need to maintain it. And what we're missing is that taste preference. And mm. emotional connection to the foods that you grew up with is very important mm. in maintaining health. And for me was that I realized that we don't have to choose between healthy and culture. It's unfair to ask people to do that, although the, the, 
the diets and what we we look in magazines it's not only it's not looking at heritage food it's always western so anna and i came together i've always been obsessed with her <laughs> me too and yeah me too yeah she is she's like my food hero and we looked at african foods her looking at the history and sociology and i'm also interested in history of food but also from the health perspective to say when we're talking about functional medicine, we're talking about organic, we're talking about fermentation, we always talk about something is low GI, something is foraged. We have all of those things in, in South Africa. Let's celebrate who we are. Love, love, love that. So you're saying the foods that we have here, the foods that we eat, that we've been eating traditionally, these are the foods we've got to stick with, but we've got to prepare them properly and eat them properly. Yes. Um, if you can look at, at the book, uh, the pictures are very pretty. Thank you to Kovetri. You, you see a lot of uh, grains like yeah. the sorghum and millet, which mm-hmm. are indigenous to the country. Uh, they are low GI. They are gluten free. They are very high in antioxidants because of the different colors. And we don't use them in the country. It is, we actually use more more corn and maize meal. And if you look at the growing of maize meal, it's one of the most, I could say, unethically grown products in the world that whatever we have on the plate is, doesn't have, does not have the nutrients as in the protein and the fiber and the antioxidants which are in corn. It's actually stripped of every little nutrients that it has. It's white. It is empty. And we call that our heritage food. Mm. That is not our heritage food. It's mm. Mexican. So why is it? Sorry, and I'm going off on because I'm I'm so fascinated, and you're so right. Why would that? Why would we then be eating it as so-called traditional food? Why do so many people eat maize meal if it's Mexican? There's a chapter in in the in the book. If you look, if you read, because the book is actually not a recipe book. It's about Lessons mm-hmm. from grandmother and about our history in food, um, until f- page 70 that says that apartheid make us fat. Okay, let me the, find that. The government of the time used corn for animal feeds. They still do that. 70% of the corn that we grow in the country is for animal feeds. So what happens is that you grow corn and it, it, and the, the other thing is that it gets the prime land and also better access to water than any other grain in the country. So corn has, has the fiber outside. It has the protein and the essential, um, fats in the endosperm. So it is taken from the fields and dried like all the other grains and it's ground. Then the most nutritious part of the, of the corn is used as, as animal feed. So the waste product, Hmm. which is the white part, is stripped of everything else. It's made white because we are led to believe that that which is white and um, pure like paper is better. Wow. It's used as staple food. It's not mm. a form of nutrition. Mm. It was just to fill up the empty stomach. So the when I say to the clients that corn was not, um, it, it, we were not the primary consume uh, yeah the primary customers or consumers of oh. the product it, it is a waste product is given to us as food sure. it is happening all over the world but we are the only country in in the world where 
corn has been adapted all over. So we are the only country in the world where corn is used as a staple food that is not even indigenous to the country and is highly genetically modified. Then in some countries, they will not even accept our corn to give to our animals. And we think it's fine. It's going to be bright day next week. Everybody's going to be cooking bab. And it is wrong. Mm, mm. With every little thing of it, it is wrong. Mm. And and as you say, I mean, if there's no nutritional benefit whatsoever, um, as you mentioned, it's just to fill tummies and that's all. And, and, and probably very ba- bad for oneself. Mpo, I want to continue talking about this millet. Um, that yes. you that you mentioned and the sorghum and let's yes. look at this in our diets and the value of eating this and where we can find it and how we make it so please stay with us Hi FM your station of choice since 2008 Thank you so much for staying with us. Uh, this is the DL Link Show, and wow, we're having a fascinating conversation. As I said, just before I left, so this beautiful book arrived, Eating, Lose Weight, Gain Health, Find Yourself. And as I said, I, I just didn't have time to really go through it, which is why I missed the, you know, did apartheid make us fat? And I can't wait to go back and read all of this deliciousness. Um, and I think it's so fascinating what you're saying about a maize meal, um, um, and that it's just actually a waste product that the majority of people are eating. Um, the coloring of food, which is interesting, and I'm, I'm always interested when I go to other countries and I look at the color of butter, for example, yes. or the color <laughs> of margarine or the color of cheese. Um, the first time I, I didn't understand what it was all about. But, but, and now you bring that in and you talk about the psychology behind coloring food. Isn't that fascinating? Yes. Really yes, fascinating. Wow, 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 wow. So you've taken a, a big step in um, really speaking out and saying, hang on, let's, re- let's relook at our heritage foods. Um, let's look at what we were taught um, was the traditional kind of way of eating, and actually it's not. And the heritage food is not the um, maize meal, but actually if we're just looking at the grains, for example, because there are lots of other foods, millet and, and sorghum. Yes, millet and sorghum. Tell us um, more about it. So Africa has four grains, mm-hmm. millet, sorghum, fonio, and teff, and they're all gluten-free. In southern Africa, we mostly have uh, millet and sorghum. Yeah. Sorghum comes in two, three colors, and there's a white, red, and also the rainbow sorghum, which is very small. Um, so I know the farmers who, who plant it, but it's not widely found. And millet comes in the foxtail millet and all which is which is what you can get now in the stores. It's popular in the health stores and, and the skim and, and woolies. And you also get the pearl millet, which is which looks like millet like sorghum but small. So in African languages like Setswana and and also Sesotho they would say sorghum is mabele. Then Millet will be lebelebele, which is means the small arm sorghum uh-huh. because they look the same. Uh-huh. So these are we, dif- we m- many years ago we used to have different types, like some some literature will say about twelve different types of millet that it used to make beer and um and some Botswana will still make beer out of it. But it's used extensively that it, the most common ways of eating so of eating grains is to ferment it. Um, so this whole fermentation movement is nothing new. It's something that our ancestors have been doing for a very long time, that it improves the digestibility and it also improves the nutrients in the product. 
It also now with modern ways that we use it for baking and for making flapjacks, like there's a beautiful flapjack recipe in, in the book I can that see you can it. do quite a lot. <laughs> yes. Those yes. are heaven. Are they? So, yeah, they are. And, and you make them and they last for a week in the fridge. So the whole idea with the book was saying to us that Africans do not, we shouldn't actually be looking at France and Italy with you know, for all the answers, because the whole world is looking for us, to us as um, Africans for solutions. Mm-hmm. When everybody's going gluten-free, they are talking about our grains because we, the only ones who have the gluten-free grains, except for rice. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 also saying that our grandmothers and grandfathers, even this is not even a black African South African thing. It's it's whether you are white or. Indian, we, we come from a rich culture of nutritional knowledge. We also have to accept that they had little than what we had now, but they made the most of it. So what I always say is that the, the, the nutritional knowledge that I have learned in school, if I, if, if I talk to somebody who's older and they tell me about what they have done, what, what they were eating, I can immediately say, oh, you're talking about ve- vegetarian. You're saying this is vegan. You're talking about fermenting. Oh. You're talking about this because my brain, I have a chemical brain, um, a, you know, analytic brain that immediately I could say, oh, this is what you're talking about. This is what you're talking about. So we took indigenous recipes and said, to modern people who want to read the labels and look at glossy magazines and say, what your grandmother ate is gluten free. What she, when she made this for you after school, it, it means low GI. When she made this, it was a forage meal. Do not think that where you come from, there isn't that rich knowledge of nutrition. I'm just thinking about processed food, how there was a time, was it in the sixties or the seventies? I mean, we talk about, I remember, talking to Professor Tim Noakes about that period yeah. in the, the U.S. when all of a sudden um, everything changed in terms of eating. So it was eating, convenient eating, and how it slowly trickled um, across the, the, the sea and uh, into other continents. And even if you look at the Far East, for example, in countries where there was never problems with weight, where there were certain diseases that never took place in those countries, and now you're looking at obesity and you're looking at um, – Type 2 diabetes, which, you know, health style and, and, and stress and the type of food that you're eating. So it's so interesting to me, Mpo, that we're going back to basics, that we're pressing the rewind button and we're saying, let's just, let's just get rid of the processed. Let's look at, I mean, you know, you were talking about the maize meal, but let's look at the millet. Let's look at the sorghum. Let's look at that. Um, we don't have to take anything away from it. That in itself is Perfect. It's absolutely perfect, and it's so good for you. And it's and it's a it's a, her- a heritage meal. It's it's something that's from our past. You are so right, Nikki. And it's connection. When we're talking about the meaning of food, it's it's also familiar taste that mm. we also you know in my work I would respect your cultural foods because I, I don't want to remove you from that because it fills you up. It 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 it's satiety beyond the measuring of blood sugar level and what the chemicals are doing to that. So you're still being rooted in who you are, but you're being healthy. Mm. That is also very important. Yeah, it absolutely is. But we don't have to do it with processed foods. 
because processed foods are not in anybody's culture. Throughout culture, everybody had whole grains, they had nuts, they had vegetables, and a lot of root vegetables that were eaten, and fruits that came in season. You don't have um, peaches and, and apples in winter like we are having now, which mm. is one of the, the basic causes of the inflammatory conditions that we all have, like diabetes and high blood pressures and cancers and well, all these gut issues that we complain about. Yes, expand on what you just said. So you're saying that when you're eating fruits that are that are mm-hmm. normally out of season, you're saying that's causing problems? Yes. So nature is very important. And as humans, we have, we have removed ourselves from the whole cycle of nature. We think we are superior. Mm-hmm. But if you understand that when a plant grows... Um, it it has these anti-nutrients, I think it's easier for the listeners to understand, that help to the plant to grow. So what happens is that they're very bitter, so that that it, it's a way to, to chase off humans and insects and other animals so that they don't eat the fruit. So it will grow to its... Um, Full potential, like it's ripe. Mm-hmm. So the more it gets ripe, the more the the levels of anti nutrients, like lectins, are reduced. So when the fruit is ripe and ready to eat, the levels of anti nutrients are very low. That we are able to eat it and digest it and enjoy it, and it can be for our benefit. It's like the food that loves you back. Right. But if you pick, if it's winter in South Africa and you want. Uh, apricots and peaches or things that are not in season. They have to get them from Spain. So in order for them to get here, they would pick them when they are not ripe. So the level of anti-nutrients are very high mm-hmm. so that they can fly over here and go through customs and that, and they they ripen them artificially. That process does not, does not lower the, the levels of anti-nutrients. When we eat them, even though they look soft, but you can taste the difference, they, these chemicals, we don't have um, enzymes to digest them and break them down. Mm-hmm. That is the base for for causing digestive problems. And talk, people talk about microbiomes and bloating and mm-hmm. indigestion, which is the basis of all of most of the medical conditions that we're suffering from. Wow. So if you respect nature, nature will then help you. Mm, that's what it boils down to. Love nature, and I love the lessons that nature continues to teach us. We're going to take a break, Mpo, but also if we're looking at the, if we look at the bigger picture as well, importing fruits and importing vegetables and how sustainable that is and what it does to the environment. And, you know, we're looking at the macro level and then we look at the micro level of actually what it's doing to our bodies. Yes. Um, it's all supported saying let's rather grow it, let's eat it when we're supposed to eat it, let's eat the food that grows here, um, let's go with the flavors that we know, um, and then we'll find our health. I just, oh, I just love that direction. Okay, we're going to take a break, and Paul, please stay with us. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. So I have Mpo Chukudu, um, Shukudu, who is a registered dietitian and an author. Um, we're having such a fascinating conversation. We're talking about her book, Eat Ting, Lose Weight, Gain Health, Find Yourself. We haven't even got to the Find Yourself, and she <laughs> co-wrote it with uh, Anna Trapido. And, well, I can't wait to read more, um, Mpo. I love the insight. I love everything. I was just off air, just quickly going through the Find Out How Overweight 
you are so you can take action. Then did apartheid make us fat? Urbanization and changing lifestyles. Just the discussion about the the grains is absolutely fascinating. What a beautiful, beautiful book it is. Is it currently on the shelves? Yes, it is on the shelves, okay. and also I do sell it from my website, umpotsukuru.co.za. Thank you, Samir. I tell you what's just caught my eye. Mm. Mm. This is my sweet tooth. Mabele with coconut mm-hmm. cream and peanut butter. Yes, please. Mm. Heaven. What is the nutritional um, advantage of eating mabele? I just think, oh, my goodness, aren't I going to get fat? No, it is a grain. Um, it's, so it's digested very slowly. Mm-hmm. It also has um, a lot of vitamins and minerals and a little bit more protein than most of the other grains. And it's high in fiber and antioxidants. Mm, love this. And some of the antioxidants, especially with um, with the purple ones, like the red ones, are actually higher than the blueberries that we all love. Really? Okay. Yes. All right. So listen, everything in the book. And I don't want to give too much away because I really encourage everyone, colorful, beautiful, with the, the as you said, it's not a recipe book, although the, the, the half of the book, you do have delicious recipes, yes. um, which which I always enjoy. Mpo, you, you yeah. talk about finding yourself. And, and we don't have a lot of time. And our relationship with food and with one another and our heritage and our culture, that's part of finding yourself. Are you saying just go back to who we really are? Yes, um, food is, is also an emotional and spiritual connection. There's been studies that, especially done with the Chinese and Japanese first generations who've moved to the U.S., that um, when they, the first generation that were born there and they changed their diets to the American diets, they then had the same levels of high blood pressure and cancer and diabetes mm. like the Americans who were there. So it's, it's that um, connection that you need, even if you move to Italy or you move to Antarctica, you need to stay close to the kind of foods that your ancestors were, were, were eating to be healthy. The minute that you move away from that, that's where health problems come. So, so it's not just the outward eating and the making, it's going within yes. um, and knowing who you are. Yes, no, but it's also a lesson in, 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 in who you are in history. Uh-huh. I, I, I'm interested in, in culture and heritage through food. Yeah. Then I've learned so much about my culture and other people's culture and how people do differently. And it's, it's, it's saying we all eat, whether you are in Ghana or in South Africa or in the other side of China, whatever you put on your plate says a lot about you. You know, we, we have foods that we eat in, in a funeral. We have foods that we eat when there's a wedding and we have the food with different celebration and there's a meaning to that. And it's part of who you are. So if you don't understand your cultural foods or other people's cultural foods, how do you know who you are? Mm-hmm. And as we said, you know, with all this processed food and the fast foods and Convenience and money, that's a whole nother discussion because of, it's so much easier to just go and spend a little bit on, I don't know, a pack of two burgers and chips and a Coke. Isn't it absolutely horrific? And people do that just to fill up. But that's a discussion, um, in on itself, uh, and, and, uh, we just don't have time for that. But Mpo, uh, you've brought so much richness to, and, and insight and so much information to this conversation. I've really, really enjoyed having you on the show. Thank you, and thank you for writing the book. I, I strongly encourage everyone to get their hands on this book. Beautiful, really beautiful. Thank you, Paul. 
Thank you so much, Nikki, for having me. Thank oh, you. It's been wonderful. Thank you. Mpo Chukudu, um, she is this registered uh, dietitian, but so, so much more, um, so much interesting information. And this book, Eat Ting, Lose Weight, Gain Health, Find Yourself. And it's Mpo Chukudu and Anna Trapido. Get your hands on that one. So I do hope you have enjoyed the show. I've learned a lot, actually. Um, and I've so enjoyed being in your company. And I look very forward to being with you same time next week. We've had a whole lot of SMSs. You've got a minute to go. Quickly, quickly, if you want to get involved in the 947 race. And you can raise 3,600 Rand and you want the deal link to pay for your registration. Quickly SMS us. 34519. Hashtag. Life links And you can just put your name Thank you so much And just really If you haven't decided yet You only have a week to go Whether you're going to be um, Riding in the 947 Joburg race Do it Tam thank you Lovely having you on the show again Thank you next Arrivederci Oh goodbye And uh, from me Nikki Seberini Until next week Do take care Goodbye